0: All right, our beat writer Scott Ritchie huddled alone with Coach Brad Underwood for an hour recently for a story that will appear before the season kicks off. In this week's podcast, Inside the Line at Basketball, Ritchie will kind of go into what he learned from that powwow. What's the lead story here, Scott? Mainly that regardless of the success the last three
1: years, that Brad Underwood is far from satisfied. And not finished. Like he's... He has a singular goal in mind, and it's to win a national title at Illinois.
0: All right, we'll go into that conversation. We'll talk uh, rankings. We'll talk exhibition game. We'll talk EIU. How about that in this week's podcast, since hell, not basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone, and it is a good Monday morning. I know it's rainy out here in Champaign-Urbana, but uh, the moods are bright and sunny all over town, and we're making history. This is Jim Rosso, Vice President of News at the News Gazette with Scott Ritchie. How many weeks have we been doing this on Mondays, Scotty?
1: This is episode 221, Man. so I don't know. That's what, four our, um, four years?
0: Our marriage is as fresh as ever. <laughs> the <laughs> love affair is still burning. Uh Sure. Yes, <laughs> it's a forced. It's kind of a forced marriage, but an that arranged marriage. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Anyway, we were making history today because I do believe, if my records are right, this is the first uh, show where the football team is ranked higher than the basketball team here at Illinois. Well, that actually, was, it could have been last week. Yeah, that was the case last week and uh, the week before. All right,
1: all right. Way so, to spoil it. Well, you know, it's a. Uh, Rare territory still, is okay. the fact that the football team is ranked that in the first three years of the this podcast, that was not the case.
0: I bring this up because we made Scott Ritchie, who also covers uh, football, dabbles in football we we made him go to Nebraska right and miss an exhibition basketball game, and Scott Ritchie was heartbroken, he wept, he openly wept, he rolled on the newsroom floor, said no. It's Quincy accurate
1: well I mean, the, the crazy thing is there's you know a fairly decent section of the fan base that has actually seen this team play, and I still haven't I'd, i have not seen this Illinois team on the basketball court playing basketball the season starts yeah, in
0: exactly one week. that won't stop you from breaking down what happened on Friday. I know you've studied the tape and the the, the stat sheets and uh and heard from the fans. Uh, heard Coach Underwood talk about it. He'll be at the Esquire in downtown Champaign tonight, five to six p.m. If you're gonna check this podcast out before then, I said this on the radio, and I'll say it here on the podcast inside a line of basketball. I bet if you asked Coach Underwood, would buy you a PBR at the Esquire if you belly up. True, Scott Ritchie, you're giving me that look. Sure, but like, do I have to get a PBR? Yeah, that's kind of a you know a manly beer, right? Don't give me this dark. Halloween whatever you drink push light. I'm okay with that, but I know you dabble in the uh, the fancy stuff too. Yeah, uh, I mean not very much. Like the
1: f- the fanciest I'll dabble is when I go to Wisconsin and can pick up some spotted cow.
0: Yeah, that's a Shane Bodine special. A friend of mine who lives in Muhammad regularly makes the trip up just for cases of that.
1: I mean I don't go out of my way, but if I'm in Madison like I was you know, for the football game. Okay, I stopped. I got some. All right. Well, I grew light. up
0: in my drinking early drinking days were in St. Louis, so I had Bush, and it was a considered a fancy beer almost back then. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? That's how old I am. I that
1: doesn't compute at all. But when
0: I bought beer as a 16 year old in St. Louis, it was <laughs> Bush.
1: All of that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> None of that story surprises all me. Right. But yeah, I, Brad Underwood. You know, yeah, probably like. Not hurting for cash, you could probably forward a couple of yeah. pushlights.
0: I think it's gonna be a festive atmosphere. He, uh, I think he really does. He's not one of these coaches where he's gonna be bothered by the attention shifting to other teams. i I think he's genuinely impressed with what Biela has done and, and the program, and it will only help the basketball.
1: Yeah, and they, you know, have had a good relationship since Brad Biela was hired, um, a couple of decembers ago. Um, and Brad Underwood, he's a football fan. I mean, obviously you know he likes his chiefs but when the football or the basketball staff ha- had to relocate to memorial stadium you know to the office space there that used to be like ron zook ron turner's what have you like underwood he'd he just pop his head out and watch a little practice every now and then um because fall camp had started and and yeah like i think you know they're both sort of on the same wavelength in terms of like program building and you know how to go about that uh being competitive i mean that's so there's some synergy there and you know Brad Underwood, you know, talked about it, oh, it was a few weeks ago, but like he had stopped taking recruits on campus to football games because it's kind of a bummer. Like the team wasn't winning, the crowd wasn't there. So in that way, like a good football team helps the basketball team. And just you know, overall just for there's be for there to be success, you know, in whatever sports, like They all sort of elevate each other.
0: All right, you'll regularly find Illinois basketball players at the uh, tailgate uh, inside Grange Grove, signing autographs, making a buck or two. Uh, I'm sure they'll be there for Saturday's 2.30 p.m. kick against Michigan State, which should be a lively, lively scene.
1: Let's hope the tunnels aren't too lively. Uh, could be dangerous, but thankfully Uh, at Memorial Stadium, the teams enter and exit. In separate corners.
0: We posted on Twitter yesterday just the the big four hurdles left for Illinois fans, one of them being Michigan's tunnel, right? Yeah. That's a dangerous place, as we saw over the weekend. Well, I except, two, I mean, for like 93 years, it didn't seem to be an issue. Yeah, I kind of like that tunnel. I kind of like the the... Closeness of the rivals of teams. Yeah. Jawing at each other. Now, you shouldn't punch each other, kick each other. Shouldn't use your helmet as a weapon. Right. You shouldn't throw sandwiches, but I'm all for <laughs> yelling at and each also, other. And really, at Memorial Stadium, they are on different sides of the north, the north part yeah. of the stadium.
1: Illinois comes out of the northeast corner. Mm-hmm. Opposing team comes out of the northwest yeah. corner. Um, It'll be fine. But, yeah, Illinois will get to experience Michigan's tunnel uh, here in a few weeks. All
0: right. We'll see if sparks fly. That'd be a good game. Can't wait. But we're here to talk basketball. It's a weekly challenge of mine to keep Richie on that path. He, in fact, showed up with eye black today, which makes me very worried that football has taken over your consciousness. It hasn't yet. But, like, at some point I'm
1: going to be writing a basketball story and, like, drop, like, a Sidney Brown reference or something. The the wires have been full crossed. Because, I mean, let's be honest... Most years, or the last few, around this time, it was like, all right, let's just switch the brain fully to basketball because football is kind of muddling along. Now, football team is probably going to win the division and play in the Big Ten Championship game, go to a New Year's Day bowl game, um, have to keep the partitions up.
0: Love it. Good stuff. Follow along. Uh, Richie writes about basketball every morning, 6 a.m. AlinaHQ.com. It's cheap. Become a subscriber, buy a day pass, do what you got to do to follow him uh, as he devotes his life to college basketball. And speaking of that, he devoted uh, part of his weekend to study how Illinois did against Quincy. Give me your top three stars. How about that? That's what I always ask my boys when they watch the Pistons games. Who Can who they come t- up with three? Yeah, last <laughs> night they did. They actually won a game, yeah. Scott Ritchie. Well, that's so that's nice the, for them. Who are the Illini's top three uh, performers from Friday. Well for all of
1: the new guys on the team, number one, Coleman Hawkins. You know, he had a double double, couple assists, couple steals, a few too many turnovers, but that was he wasn't the only one. Um he was, you know, at the at the point of their like full court press. You know, he was and using his long arms at six ten to really cause some havoc. Of course a ton of Quincy turnovers. Um like, I've maintained, like, if Coleman Hawkins can tap into his potential, like, he could be really good for Illinois this year. Um, so, and so far, against a Division two opponent that was fairly overmatched, he did be great. Um, and, again, for all the n- new guys, R.J. Melendez, number two. I think that's was a li- and it's just an exhibition game. Like, don't want to read, like, all that much into it because, like, Terrence Shannon's going to get some shots to fall. But, like, for Coleman Hawkins, R.J. Melendez to be – they're to play as well as they did, and they're super efficient on a night when the rest of the team really was not. Like, that was a good sign, at least in my opinion. And number three, we'll go with one of the new guys. We'll go with Ty Rogers. Nine rebounds in 16 minutes. He's just, he's going to do those type of things. Um, regularly has led the team in rebounding, like, every day in practice, so it wasn't such a surprise that he had that many, but, you know, had a couple assists as well, a couple steals. Like, he's just going to kind of fill up the stat sheet. Might not be ton of in of one thing, but you can do a little bit of everything
0: all right they rolled again a, a strong second half yeah all first
1: right. half i mean it was just classic exhibition game um where kind of stink it up in the first half, make some adjustments, overwhelm your overmatched opponent in the second half
0: all right uh, those were the three stars Give me three uh maybe sore spots that uh that might have developed uh at the exhibition.
1: Well, can't say it was a great performance from Matthew Meyer. He's had 6 points on 2 of 7 shooting, 3 rebounds, you know, a couple steals though, but just 6 only played 16 minutes and just after missing, I mean, didn't get to Illinois until, you know, kind of mid-July. Missed all the rest of the summer cuz dealing with a back injury that kind of lingered at, through the quote-unquote fall workouts into official practices, just not in basketball shape yet. I don't know, he couldn't go, maybe more than that. So, like, they're going to need him to be what everyone expects him to be. And, like, he didn't really do that last year at Baylor. I mean, the expectations were much higher for him last season, um, you know, as a fourth-year player and in a bigger role. And just didn't maybe totally hit all the marks that that Baylor was expecting maybe that he was expecting because I think there was a thought that, like, have a good last season at Baylor go to the NBA and obviously it didn't happen. So I was going to need him to be better. Um like Terrence Shannon like he was 3 of 10 from the field overall 1 of 6 from 3. Like it's not a great. You know, home debut for him. That doesn't doesn't count though. And like again, like I think he'll get more of those sh- shots to fall. He certainly takes and makes a lot of them every single morning. And then I mean, just overall, like three-point shooting, like 17.6% as a team, that's not great. And it's just maybe even more glaring in the wake of, like, because Luke Goody had surgery on his broken left foot on Friday, and then team turns around and goes 6 of 34. Like, he's their best shooter. Like, someone's going to have to step up and make those shots.
0: All right, we've gone 15 minutes here. Inside a lot of basketball, I have not heard the name Sky Clark. What's wrong with you, Richie?
1: Well, we talked about football for a pretty good chunk of that.
0: Uh, he was fine.
1: I mean. Fine? Four, four of 11 from the field, four rebounds, three assists. I just, I didn't watch. I don't.
0: Fine? It's
1: fine.
0: All right. I need him to lead the podcast every week. Sponsorship well, deal with me. Free of charge, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like,
1: I mean he obviously started at point at the point like he's he's the point guard like he's right. gonna have. That's to, the
0: starting lineup you assume for the EIU game on uh, would, what is that next Monday? Yeah, it would be my guess. All right. I mean I don't but don't you aren't you on a daily text thread with the coach? Doesn't he seek your input?
1: Yeah, we always talk about who's gonna start. Right.
0: Like, Does I thought he asked you. Am I right? See, when with Brad this Underwood five.
1: says it doesn't matter who starts, it's because he lets me make the decision. That's nice. <laughs> Duh. I no, knew I, you had some pull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't think I'm the last person he'd ask. But like, one, he's not really gonna ask that okay. many people, and two, I'd be not anywhere near the top.
0: I was given some bad information then here by my producers who who indicated that you were in the know. That I was the one that was
1: pulling the strings for everything Illinois basketball. Sure. No, that's, that five makes sense. Like, that's, I'm not sure, like, who, I mean, maybe Ty Rogers in there at some point. I don't know. But I think that's the five I landed on a couple months ago.
0: Real quick, uh, next Monday's podcast, we'll, we'll dive deep into your alma mater, Eastern Illinois. Some interesting, but they're no good, facts. right? Facts. Oh no. Okay, just checking. Did I, I they think they won
1: going? four games last year. I don't. Know. It was a rough start for the Mule. Mar- okay, Marty Simmons <laughs> <laughs> didn't 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 start off that well. But you know, he's a good coach. Like I
0: right. Well, I was pulling for EIU, and I, I I I skimmed your massive Sunday print project in the news gazette. Hope everybody else had a chance to dive deep into it. Where our beat writer Scott Ritchie ranked. All three hundred and what sixty, 363 three hundred sixty-three teams. Teams. Too many Top teams at division one. to finish. Where was EIU on that list?
1: Oh, pretty close to the bottom. Uh, they were at number three fifty-one. So that is bad. What? Could be twelve spots worse. All right. I mean,
0: all right. Uh, it's just you know, I don't. Mm, it's not not great. Okay, three hundred sixty-three Division One opponents. Uh, the top twenty-five mirrored your uh, AP ballot. Did did they not, or did you mess things up? Already? No, that's okay.
1: That's how I see it. I mean, I'm not going to change my mind. Yeah. Houston, number one. All right, as we've heard, as the, the, the folks, the and, people of Cougar Nation. Yeah, they're, they're they're happy
0: with that. You now have some friends. First time in a while. Well, you know, and I'm just generally speaking.
1: Yeah, no. Well, you keep sending me to Nebraska on the weekends, like.
0: People in Nebraska are very nice. It was meant to build your friendship with others, Scott Ritchie, to branch out, to see America.
1: I've, I've seen Nebraska. And once you've seen it once, you've
0: seen it all. Bob Osmussen, a native of Nebraska, I often kid him because you drive on I-80 and there's actual f- these, port- these fences that swing open on the interstates and they swing closed when they're closed because of snow. So apparently that happens a lot in Nebraska. They close the interstates, and they have actual fences to close them. Yeah, heard of right. it. I haven't seen, seen that on I-74 anywhere in Illinois yet.
1: No, they're just drive at your own risk.
0: Yeah, tougher here in Illinois than Obviously. Nebraska. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with this other than your rankings, 363. Uh, anything stand out in that project? Of yours could okay. have <laughs> <laughs> lost brain cells. Other than there are
1: probably too many Division One teams. And, like, something, I don't I mean, might change with that. I mean, there's been some discussion. You know, football is broken up into the FBS and FCS. Mm-hmm. And there's been at least some, I think, you know, I've read there's some initial discussions about maybe doing the same with basketball.
0: What would that do? Who cares? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just leave it alone. They're always monkeying with it.
1: Well, as long as they don't add more teams to the NCAA tournament,
0: okay, you're I'm all fine. right with that.
1: Don't do it. Don't. I don't know. Like, SEC commissioner Greg Sankey is gone off on a high speed wobble here, and he's like, "98 teams in the tournament. Like, shut up, Greg. Why don't you want more? It's perfect. I mean, it's perfect if they'd cut four, because it's symmetrical. But it's fine as it is
0: now. You need to get over yourself.
1: Well, like if they add more teams, it's just gonna be like more mediocre power conference teams that make the field. They're not gonna put in like maybe some intriguing mid majors that could be better basketball teams. Hmm. They'll put in the bigger brand, so to speak, and the tournament will be lesser for it.
0: Hmm. Okay, Gromposaurus.
1: I don't know, like Greg Sankey's been about that. Like Jim Phillips, former Illinois manager, what are you doing? ACC commissioner, pretty interested in the idea himself. I don't understand.
0: All right, uh, we're a week away. When is the official opening night? When do I see the uh, the Dukes and Michigan States and Kentuckys and Kansas play that oh, great yeah. night? I actually enjoy it so a lot. The Champions Classic. Doesn't that usually signal the kickoff of the season?
1: Yeah, well, the, I mean, the first official night is Monday. Um, okay. There are not... What one would say are a lot of great games the first like full week of the college basketball season because I believe Champions Classic got bumped to the week after just some scheduling. I think the one sort, I mean, interesting game just because of teams and location. The first week is Michigan State and Gonzaga because they're playing on an aircraft carrier. I love that. Got a little tricky the last time
0: they did that. I love America.
1: It's a I I like the concept. Let's
0: get that out there.
1: But, like, weather obviously plays a part because it'd be outside. It's all right. I mean, they're going to be in San Diego, so, I mean, weather should be
0: perfect. Maybe a little windy, maybe a little ocean breeze. Yeah, but there was also, like... I've seen Michigan State shoot. It's not going to impact <laughs> what they do.
1: It might. It might help them. Just blow the ball back towards the rim. Yeah. Uh, I imagine I would say you know, Gonzaga is going to be heavily favored in that game.
0: Okay. One of these years, Gonzaga's actually going to win the whole kit and caboodle. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not.
1: I mean, they've had a lot of all right. pretty good teams. that just haven't been able to pull it off.
0: All right. That's the next step for Illinois, for them to be complaining about winning it all, as opposed to like getting to the Sweet 16, which uh, in my mind happens this year. The return to the Sweet 16 and very meaningful March games. Okay. There, I'm just putting it out there, Scott Ritchie. Don't give me that look. You're giving me the look again. I don't have a look. You do have a a bearded look. Your beard grows very quickly, by the way. Were you clean-shaven when you left for Nebraska? Not quite. Okay, because now you look like Grizzly Adams already. (laughs) How does that happen? just does? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Scientist? Well, with a season a week away, that means uh, the return of Scott Ritchie's data which uh, will put all of us to sleep, uh, but why? You know, I'm I'm waiting that story. You said you were going to write the story about this uh, analytics guy that I just can't wait to read. When's it coming?
1: I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of other things that have kind of fallen onto in my plate over the last several months, but I actually did talk with Brett Underwood about just mm-hmm. sort of the the rise in you know analytics. And, I mean, he's, like, the only staff, like, they use it all. Like, I mean, that's a big part of what, like, say, you know, Zach Hamer, uh, Patrick Biddle, the video coordinator, like, Tyler Underwood. Like, they they keep, you know, the rest of the coaches abreast of, like, every hmm. little piece of information. Well, it's it could be something you didn't know or didn't fully understand and the the numbers, like, give you this idea and it gives you an advantage
0: all right times uh richie has picked against the illini i'm sure that has fallen onto their computer
1: no sometimes just a gut feeling okay like you like in the second round of the NCAA tournament last year hmm i picked houston and i was right
0: and you're still picking houston uh this year um uh, Getting back to Underwood, you had a chance to sit down with him one-on-one for a story that will appear in your Saturday News Gazette. If you're not a subscriber, be sure to pick up that edition because that's our college basketball preview section. Got a great photo of the coach from Robin Shoals. That will be a full-page spread. What would you learn in your powwow with the coach? What what beans did he spill?
1: Well, it was interesting. Um as we mentioned, obviously they start the season against EIU, but that exhibition game from 2017 that Illinois lost, Brett Underwood has not forgotten it, and it's interesting because I think you know, you know he f- kind of phrased it as it just showed how far the program had to go, how far it had fallen, you know, and they've made a lot of those steps forward after that game. I mean, obviously won Big Ten tournament title, won shared the Big Ten regular season title um, but like he's still pushing for more it's like he sees this as a place that can win a national championship and like that's that's driving him because like you look at it, I mean they've had three really good seasons in a row just ranked you know all that time essentially and there's just haven't done it the full thing yet like there's still you know, the, the build isn't over just because you know they've had some consistent success.
0: You've been on the beat uh, the entire time under Wood has been here. Question for you, Scotty: Was there a time where you thought he, it might not work with him? You you speak of that awfully. You night the night in Charleston, which was awful. But was there a time you thought hey, maybe maybe um, he's not the guy?
1: I mean, maybe never fully to that point, but like year two, um when Illinois set a program record for losses, it was like you know twelve and twenty one was kind of a disaster, and you know it was worse than the year before, and like that's not the direction like when you hire a coach to rebuild the program, you don't expect there to be a dip in year two, and there was and so, I mean, maybe a kind of into of that first year, into that second year where, I mean, lost several players to the portal, and there was obviously, you know, the internal investigation into Brad Underwood. It was like how he was running the program. You know, and several of those players that left, you know, put that down as a cause. Um, so that was maybe a moment. It's like, is this going to happen? And got through that, got IO. Like, I think that changed a lot. And his commitment when they were not very good, and that first year he played, where they were not very good, but he stuck around as well, and he delivered on what he he. I just remember, you know, Chicago, October, like, October 2017. Like he talked about you know, making Illinois basketball relevant again, and he did it. So it just took some doing to get to that point.
0: All right, and now we're at a point where uh, you're worried someone may be knocking on the door. Say, so come coach us? Any chance of that, Scotty?
1: I mean, I guess there's always the chance, um, but I think there's really maybe only like can't like I don't know, like there's maybe the idea that Kansas State could have been it, but like it just, it didn't ever really go down that path. They hired Jerome Tang, great hire, I think, you know, the former Baylor assistant. Um, but really, kind of leaves one job, I cool. think. Man, if you don't know, then I, I, I'm not even going to explain it to you.
0: <laughs> you know how Baylor got good? It wasn't just Scott Drew. Um, don't you badmouth my Valparaiso boys. Do you understand?
1: <laughs> I didn't say Scott Drew was bad. I just said Drum Tang had played a pretty important role because he was there the entire time. Um, there's one job I think that Illinois fans should just maybe not be fearful of, but understand that... Kansas when Bill Self decides to hang it up, That doesn't happen. Could, could it happen? Like if it happens again to Illinois basketball, I'm not sure how the fan base would yeah. re- respond. Well, I know how they respond poorly, but um,
0: why don't you ask uh, Coach Underwood that tonight? <laughs> sure. What do you think about? The Here's a hypothetical: job? <laughs> uh, sure, if, if you, you, if, you, if you, know what, you were to, would not shy away from that. Though, where some coaches would throw a gasket and pick up the bar stool and leave the Esquire, yeah. he probably wouldn't. He'd probably be truthful to the point and address it.
1: Yeah. So, Brad, how would you feel about pushing Bill out of <laughs> Lawrence and taking that job for yourself? Uh, no, it's and that's just because I mean, he's a Kansas native, and that's yeah, Kansas basketball. I mean, yeah, that is Kansas.
0: All right, looking forward to that uh, story that's going to be on Saturday. The, the, uh, the deep dive with uh, Coach Underwood. You'd do that once a week, and it would be an interesting read because the guy does have stories to tell.
1: Yeah, and I I talked with him for almost an hour. Um, I guess that was two weeks ago during the football bye week. But yeah, just always has something to say. Like a lot of coaches will say a lot, and but also nothing at the same time. Brad Underwood, he explains things and goes deep, and it's I appreciate
0: it. All right, before we kick you out of the podcast booth, you got football availability today, correct? Correct. All right. Uh, What do we need to know about recruiting? Anything shaken? Basketball wise? Yeah.
1: um, Not a ton. Uh, They had um, some unofficial visitors in uh, for the exhibition game. I know uh, Chris Riddle from Kenwood. He's a twenty shoot, twenty twenty four prospect. I've sort of lost track because he left Kenwood last year, went to Compass Prep in Arizona, but now he's back and. Kind of interesting, uh, Melvin Bell, the St. Rita sophomore guard that they had in for a visit a few weeks ago, is making the rounds. He's been at uh, Missouri, he's been in Iowa, lots of interest in him. Illinois was like his first offer, so they got in early. Not not much else happening. ZZ Clark's going to take a couple uh, unofficials, looks like, to North Carolina State and where else? One other one. So, I mean, it's just unlikely that he'd ever, you know, commit again to Illinois. Uh, that just doesn't happen. If you decommit, that's pretty much the sign that it's over. But interesting contract, kind, of kind of where he lands. But nothing too major on the recruiting front right now. But
0: All right, as they uh, build up to the EIU game on Monday, anything new with the, the home experience? Uh, are we going to see anything uh, different with how anything is presented from the lineups to the – Seating to the yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there on the Friday. Menus on the at the concession stands.
1: I don't frequent those much anyway at all. Well, I don't know. I all wasn't right. there for the exhibition game. Wasn't all
0: right, so you don't know anything, is what you're telling me. Sure. As, as, ask as, Joe Vazelli. He was there. As the beat writer. You do, you
1: do. I've also I don't know,
0: like. Here we go. I've been in I've State been Farm, been Farm Center in, once. in Nebraska. For those wondering, Scott Ritchie will accompany the basketball team to Las Vegas. That means he'll be skipping the Michigan football game, scared of the tunnel, citing that. Uh, no. Fearful, because some... that's where reporters walk up anyway.
1: Well, there's, there's a couple of Michigan State reporters that got the video. mm mm-hmm. you know, anyway, so um, More like much more interested in being in Vegas than Ann Arbor in November?
0: Or any month of the year? Hmm. All right. Well, we'll trust you to uh, uh, focus on the the job at at hand. All right. No. Yeah. Game on Friday night. Game on sa- on Sunday afternoon. hmm And plenty of work in between. I'm right. looking forward to that. Uh, reporting anything we should know before from a team standpoint ahead of the IU week. What they can do this week: is, uh, training, new plays, secret stuff. You know, obviously, secret stuff. I don't know,
1: just maybe figure out how not to turn the ball over ten times and a half. They did that and the first half against Quincy, figured it out. But, um, no, it's just, it's that, it's that time of year. It's like season is here, and the the focus now goes to, you know, split between like game prep and like practice because there are two different things.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie, love uh, your stuff. Again, pick up your Saturday News Gazette. Um, uh, they're available all over the place. Read what Richie has to say about uh, Brad Underwood and their hour-long conversation, then uh, tag along with them for uh, uh, as we l- count down to EIU next Monday. Scotty, we'll see you Monday.